Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello babes, I'm Felicity Hayward and welcome to Bad Moon Rising, an astrology podcast with a twist. Each week, myself and my very own Mystic Meg, Ashley Skinner of I'm a Cosmic Girl, greet a fabulous guest, one from each star sign, ranging from believer through curious to wholehearted non-believer. We're going to dig deep and ask the most important questions, such as, are you the type of person who always checks a new partner's star sign before even thinking about exchanging fluids? Do you spend longer checking your horoscope on the CoStar app than you do getting ready for work? Do you have heated pub conversations about why Leos always want attention, Pisces are crybabies, and Scorpios are always so damn sexy? Or do you think it's <laughs> do you think it's a load of old pony? Then rejoice, because either way, this podcast is for you. Each week we'll be looking into a particular sign of the zodiac and our guests will get their very own personalised star chart from Ashley and I'll be throwing in the current astro memes I find at 3am when I cannot sleep and discuss if any of them resonate with our guest. And this week the zodiac sign we're going to pull apart and I bet they'll like it is the Scorpio. The Scorpio and we have one of the most fierce ones with us today. Welcome to the podcast, Vicky Patterson. Oh, thank you, babe. I'm really excited to be here because I'm into all this, although like I don't quite have all the knowledge. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be very illuminating. I mean, I don't really have all the knowledge. If I'm honest with you, I'm just obsessed with it. And like, I'm just sort of like online looking up everything going, yeah, that resonates this, that and the other. And Ash over here is the brains. Okay. She's the one that knows everything. Getting there. I'm going to say everything. <laughs> I think so, it's a lifelong learning process. I mean, if you're honest, the other ones we've recorded so far, like you've pretty much, you know, you've nailed people. You've got them spot on. So, I mean, babes, I don't even know how to begin to describe you. I mean, everyone knows you. Like, you know, you're Geordie Shaw royalty. You've been queen of the jungle. You've got lingerie edits. You've got your own <laughs> podcast. And you've just released your new book, The Secret to Happy. That is correct. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm a fucking busy con. You are. <laughs> uh, I feel so bad. I really hope I don't offend anyone with my language. You go, uh, I'm sorry, my dog is is on one today. He's got this new little ball and um, he loves it. And he just keeps bringing it over oh. to me and sitting like, come on then, mum. You're home. This should be, should be playing. Mummy has to work. Um, yeah, so I keep myself busy. I feel like I've been really lucky over the last 10 years to have parlayed what could have been just like a, a little flash in the pan of reality TV into something with real longevity 
Um, I think I finally found like my, the space that I, I like to be in, yeah. you know, within this world. And I'm I'm super happy. I am. I'm a really fortunate bear. But I can always know more about being a sexy Scorpio. That sounds right <laughs> up my street. Well, the Come first on. question that we always ask uh, our guests are when it comes to the zodiac and star signs, are you a believer, curious or non-believer? I think you might have sort of answered this. Yeah, no, I'm a believer. Like, absolutely. Like, I think... And do you know as well, like, I know there's people who are quite scornful about stuff, but I just think whatever brings anybody comfort or solace or helps them explain something in their life. When you like, say I'm scornful, do you mean just on Scorpio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scorn. No, no, like, you know, some people yeah. like, because I said to you guys, didn't I? Like, I'm the one who gets pissed. And if I'm vibing with someone at a house party, I'm like, fucking hell, I bet you're this. Let's find out. And I Google it and I work out what a relationship would be like with that person, if like Scorpio, Virgo, whatever it is. So yes, well, I'm that person. And often people can be like, oh, do you believe in all that shite? And I'm like, yeah, I do actually. So yeah, so because I embody so many, in my opinion anyway, so many of the characteristics, the main traits of a Scorpio, I do have a lot of time for this like astrology type thing. But like I say, I, I I like anything thing that anything that brings anybody comfort. Yeah, I mean, Ash, if if you were to tell everybody that's listening in, tell us some of the traits of Scorpio. Go for it. Hit me. Tell me how sexy I am. <laughs> so as we've already mentioned, Scorpios are very sexy. They are also secretive, charismatic, obsessive, ambitious, loyal, jealous, determined, passionate, persistent, and manipulative. Ooh, so then obviously, yeah, I wasn't expecting them to all be glowing, you know. Um, <laughs> but and and I, I'm not even surprised at some of those. Like, I, I definitely am not arrogant enough to assume um, I'm not some of those those things. I I actually I'm so obsessive, bordering on addictive in so many areas of my life. But it can be good or yes. bad depending on what you use it for. Mm. Yeah, no, do I use my powers for evil or not? Um, <laughs> Yeah, and also jealous, mate. Like, when I was younger, it was like, oh, yeah, I was just a psychopath with fellas. It was terrible. I think I've got a bit more measured as I've got older. I'm just fucking too lazy to be jealous anymore. But, yeah, I, I've... And, you know, I can even... Not proud of it, but I can potentially even be a bit manipulative as well. So, yeah... I feel like that is me to an absolute T. I don't know how sexy I am, like. I've never been quite described as sexy before. Babes, I met you on on an Anne Summers shoot. Like, yeah, and I was and I was shitting myself the whole time. Oh my Felicity. god, I was really? Like so, yeah, I was so nervous. All my bits everywhere. I was I was terrified someone was going to see a nipple or a flap. Oh my god, <laughs> babe, you literally so terrified I'm, or excited? <laughs> no, no, definitely terrified. I'm quite prudy, you know. Right. But I mean. You looked yeah. so hot. I mean, it was oh, unreal. You so, too, girl. I don't know what you're talking about. My first encounter with you was you in stockings and suspenders, just giving it your oh, all. So, yes, Mary, I am sexy. Yeah, giving it that yeah. Scorpio. I've had my many experiences of Scorpios. Go on, mate. Oh, oh, honestly, be, be bastards. I would be all right. No, you've been awful. The thing oh. is, right? <laughs> um, um, no, you're awful. Like the women. Fine. Like, my agent is a Scorpio, and she is, I mean, you do not cross her. She's so amazing, kind, gorgeous, um, but, like, she is a bad bitch. Like, Yeah, formidable, man. Literally. It's a powerful sign. Powerful. Mm. Like, you know, a lot of Scorpio women that I have in my life are incredible. But the men? Oh, scumbags. Honestly? 
gun mags. I don't think I know any men. I mean, men. probably for the best, right? But, I mean, maybe <laughs> you can cope with them because you are a Scorpio yourself. But I mean, I don't really oh, know no, how I to... I feel like t- Scorpio and Scorpio together would be just very like too much (laughs) i don't really want to go too much into my past relationships with scorpios because this podcast is not about me it's about you but the one thing that i will (laughs) say is that i had a doormat made outside my front door that said say no to scorpio dick did you shit yeah i'm so pleased i don't have a penis then because we can still be friends we can still be friends yeah so i um, i Felicity's still in a support group for no Scorpio dick. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, maybe yeah, we should start one. Terrible. <laughs> and so can I ask can I ask a question, babe? Like, and this is genuine concern. Are the traits different for Scorpio men and Scorpio women? Or are they just are they just do they not wield their power responsibly, the fellas? I don't know. The thing is, it's like also my everybody's experiences of certain star signs are are kind of you know well they will be different they'll because... be different because like it you know cancerians one second he's found something else mate. <laughs> naughty naughty face he's been <laughs> all the doors are closed sorry guys please continue you do know i have a dog astrology book here no do you yeah. so milo's born in uh, milo's birthday is oh gosh february the 20 25th february the 25th pisces, pisces. <laughs> oh so what is it is that good or bad destructive um, can be, yeah, can you, be. usually yeah. with the booze. So maybe, I guess Milo can't drink. Emotionally yeah. destructive and a lot of Pisces have foot fetishes. Milo loves to lick feet, that's so <laughs> weird. Milo, I mean, he loves to lick everything, but when if you take your trainers off, he will come and lick your feet. Milo, you're such a scruffy Pisces. <laughs> I can't. Bless him. But yeah, going back to the, to the doormat that I had, it was... A collective, so me and my ex-flatmate, we, we'd we both had experiences. We'd been scorned by Scorpio men. So I, I bought it for our house as a bit of a joke. And then lockdown happened, the first lockdown, and I was left there on my own. She moved out. And um, the only people you would ever see during that time would be the delivery drivers, right? Yeah. So I'd open the door, and obviously the doormat is like, it's, it was big, bold writing, say no to Scorpio dick. You'd open it. And it was like, it was an experiment. Every time I opened the door, I could see, I could see what star sign it was. So you'd open it and you'd see like a Pisces being like super embarrassed and just sort of like handing you the parcel really sheepishly. Like, I don't really know what to say here. I'd open the door and I'd just have like, someone would just be pissing themselves laughing and like Uh giving it the big and I'd be like, oh, you're an Aries. And then I'd open the door and it would just be the glare and the look and the smiles. And I was like, you're a Scorpio and I just slam that door I'll be like get out of here but I don't know the thing is it's like Scorpios are such incredible characters and maybe we were saying like it, it depends on who you are and what your star sign is like obviously every star sign is compatible with with certain signs and whatever and maybe I was gonna say maybe Leo and Scorpio just don't go but I actually I like to on the podcast look up our guest's birthday and who they share their birthday with i think i've got my birth i think i share mine with frank bruno legend do you remember do you remember him of course like, I did. Just, my mum sold frank bruno a telly right no <laughs> um back in the 80s when she had one of these jobs and my mum convinced me that frank bruno was her mate so at school when i was getting like bullied or like people were being mean to me i'd be like 
my mum's friends with Frank Bruno. And like, like for years and years and years, I thought my mum was friends with Frank Bruno and I thought it's the coolest thing ever. And it turns out that she just sold him a telly. Oh, but I think that in some circles that would constitute as mates. Yeah. So don't worry about yeah. it. He's fucking working out how to open this door and he's fucking there. Dick. <laughs> Come ya now. Mummy has enough now. So yeah, I like to look up what a star sign other celebrities have. The same okay. as yours. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah. Go on, hit me. So, well, I was just talking to you about, like, my relationship with Scorpios. But you have the same birthday as Lisa Bonet, who is oh. married to Jason Momoa. Yeah, he's a bit of a, he's a lovely bit of kid, isn't oh, he? Oh, he's a lovely bit of kid. He's a Leo. <laughs> and when you look at him, you think... He that looks is, so Leo. He's big lion energy, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. And the thing is, is, like, she, so she's obviously absolutely stunning. So damn sexy, so mysterious, so gorgeous. The fact that Jason Momoa had a picture of her when he was like a teenager or something up on his wall. Or like he's yeah. he has fancied her for like like a decade or whatever and then managed to marry her. That is the Scorpio spell, you know? I think it's manifesting as well, isn't yeah, it? Like fucking hell. Like, he's absolutely smashed that, hasn't he? And they seem so happy together. Yeah. And the other person who has the same birthday as you is Pete Davidson. Fuck off. Yeah. Now, do you know what? If people don't know who Pete Davidson is, he is the dude in America who has had some, some ficked girlfriends. He's a comedian. He's shagging everyone, isn't he? Literally. And I was like, everyone's going on about like, how is this dude like getting all of these like hot girlfriends? And I was like, we're all thinking like, he must have like, he's very tall. He must, yeah. he must be packing, right? Yeah, he's yeah, f- you're thinking he, big he's dick. He's a funny man, big dick energy, mm. but like, but there is something about him. Yeah. Oh, no, I think he's, I think he's got something like, it's definitely a charisma. I also think like funny fellas, like you should never underestimate them. And like one of my mates read an article that said like he has actually got a really big dick. So I, I, so I think it's it's probably an amalgamation of all of those three things. Well, and the and fact also, that he's a Scorpio, he's a Scorpio. Like, so he's got. He, this is the thing. He's got that Scorpio. Like, ugh. have we got mad? Like, have we got like some like the equivalent of like ast- astrological musk? Is that is that what you're suggesting? Like, we just seriously have this like. I like that. Maybe power. we can like you know further on in our career we can release a perfume line and we can use that as a. <laughs> As a name. <laughs> we had one at one point and Geordie Shaw brought one out and it smelled like kebab. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was like a promo thing for a new series and it honestly they sent around all these journalists with this like kebab boxes with perfume in it. It's fucking torture. Oh my God. Honestly, the things I've done, mate. <laughs> but, but yeah, I would definitely suggest getting one. Hello. Or maybe we, that's something we can talk about in the future. Maybe we'll go into partnership and doing Scorpio Musk. Mm, because yeah. honestly, there mm. is just something about you guys that you can see it in your eyes. There is just something about you that you like, when you talk to your friends about people that you fancy or like, you know, celebrities and actresses and actors and stuff and you look at them and you're like, oh, I just know that fucker's a Scorpio. I can see it in his eyes. Like Drake, <laughs> Drake's eyes. a Scorpio. Leonardo DiCaprio's a Scorpio. Like, do you see, do you, can you, do you see what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, I see like, I feel like we have potential to ruin lives. Don't get us wrong, guys. Like, <laughs> you would definitely, you definitely get caught in a, um, a Scorpio's dick sand, 110%. Oh, yeah. Even, I don't even have a penis and I reckon you could get caught up mm. in my dick sand if I really wanted. But, um, 100%. Is, that, is it a bad thing if you use the power, like, you know, 
like responsibly. I feel like I'm always nice to my partners, but then again, I would say that, wouldn't I? <laughs> it's how you embody it, I guess, and how evolved you are. Obviously, a very uninvolved Scorpio sounds like that's the reason you got that mat. That yeah, doormat was because of because of them, yeah. Mm. Um, so the other thing that I like to do is find out the number one song that day you were born. <gasps> oh, okay. So I'm old. It's going to be something weird. It's isn't not. It? It's it's actual classic. Hit me, Tiffany. I think we're alone. We're alone now. now. Doesn't it doesn't seem, seem to be, be anyone around. Right, get on this. I was in the jungle with her. Really? Yeah, not the UK one. So I went and um, did I'm Celebrity Get Me Out. Yeah, yeah, I went and did it in Australia and South Africa for their TVs. She got kicked. I came in two weeks late. Oh. Um, like sort of this like pommy invasion, that's what they called it. And she'd already left. So I never got to meet her. But yeah, apparently she was fucking class. So there you go. That doesn't surprise yeah. me. Ash is now going to go into your chart. She's, so she's going to do the more serious side of it. So <clears throat> you've had my, my doormats, my, my experiences, my, my scorns. <laughs> oh, bless you, babe. I really hope no more Scorpio men hurt you. Yeah. Just evolved ones now. No, I can't do any more. No, it's done. <laughs> no. It's done. I'm done. Only Scorpio women. We had this chat beforehand and you said you don't know much about your chart. But to give you a brief overview, you have all planets within your chart and they are all in different signs. So we know that you're a Scorpio sun. We've talked a little bit about Scorpio already. Scorpios are arguably the sexiest sign of the zodiac. (laughs) (laughs) No arguments here, mate. Yeah, we all agree. (laughs) They have a unique presence, magnetic charm about them. Scorpio is a water sign and was traditionally ruled by Mars, the god of war. This gives Scorpio a ventral streak. This is portrayed by the sting of the scorpion tail. We've already mentioned that too. Betrayal is the worst thing you could do to a Scorpio, and this this sign will be sure to hold a grudge. 110%, miss. I don't want to forgive now. However, they are also a sign associated with the eagle and the phoenix. Did you know that? No, but I like all of these animals, so keep talking. (laughs) The scorpion can sting when frightened, hurt or betrayed. The eagle can rise above it and fly away. The phoenix can walk through fire and rise from the ashes to be reborn. I feel like I'm going to cry. Oh, Bob, don't cry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, though, like, I told you I believed in this stuff, didn't I? And, like, it just is so lovely when you hear something that kind of cements something you believed about yourself, like... I do feel like we've all had our struggles and everyone's known hardships and strife and that. But like the one thing I do really pride myself on is no matter how many scraped knees I've got and how many bad chapters in my life, like I do always fucking keep going. And like I do sort of return bigger and better than before. That's what I believe. And that's a phoenix, isn't it? It is. And like Scorpio is really linked to kind of like transformation and like death and rebirth and it's metaphorical death and rebirth and it's kind of what you're you've been you you know you you reincarnated in my opinion I believe in reincarnation you came into this lifetime to do this so your Scorpio Sam will challenge you to grow through your experiences and to walk through the fire and be reborn Scorpio ordinarily lives in the shadows however with this sign in your sun the shadows are illuminated and are inviting you to evolve nice okay cool I like that So in the same house as Scorpio is your planet of communication, Mercury. This will give your thought process and talking style a scorpionic edge. It's likely you have a laser precision for deciphering bullshit and prefer to go to the depths and stay on the peripheral of small talk or niceties. 
Yeah, man, I can't be asked with like, how's your family and like, what did you do yesterday? Like, talk to me about fucking aliens. Yes. Talk, <laughs> like, talk to me about childhood trauma. Talk to me about like toxic exes. Talk to me about the good shit. I don't care about what you had for lunch. This is that is me. Honestly, I make people really uncomfortable sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like. Nah, tell me something real. Yeah. That's good to know. My boyfriend's completely exhausted by us all the time because <laughs> I always just want the juicy stuff. It's a good thing, though. What's really interesting about your Scorpio Mercury is that it's conjunct with Mars in Libra, the sign next door. Ordinarily, planets sitting next to each other would share energy. But remember, we, earlier we mentioned Scorpio's traditional ruler is Mars. Adding to that, Libra is in detriment in Mars. This means that Scorpio would have the upper hand here. Libra fer- prefers to play it nice and keep the peace by balancing the books and everyone's opinions. They are the unbiased, friends with everyone friend. But Scorpio would be domineering this relationship. It could make you quite quick to react verbally and perhaps come across as brash without meaning to. Like, I think you mean to be nice, but you kind of you'll say things and you're surprised by the reaction because you're like, I didn't mean it that way. Yeah, no, definitely. And in particular in my younger years, like, God, I was so abrupt and abrasive. And I thought I was coming at it from like a place of real, well, I'm honest, you know, Mm. and I'm trying to do you a favor. I'm telling you the truth. I'm a good friend. But actually it came off as I was a bit of an arsehole. I am a lot better as I've got older because I'm more mindful of people's feelings and that everyone doesn't operate the same way I do. And some people need a candy coating. Some people need the sugar. Mm. So I've got better because I care about the people in my life so much more. I don't want to upset them. Mm. But yeah, I could definitely. I've been there before completely. Mm. So as mentioned, your Mars is in Libra hanging out with Scorpio. Alone, Libra in Mars would prefer balance and dislikes upsetting the status quo. She doesn't enjoy being in Mars and it's an uncomfortable placement for her. Mars is associated with our actions, motivations and what turns us on. There could be a push-pull energy within you of wanting to keep the peace versus releasing your full roar. Are there sides of you that where you find it difficult to initiate something from fear of upsetting someone? I mean, you literally just said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, honestly, mate, I swear to God, like, some days I'm like, there is something burning inside me, and if I don't release it, like, I will explode and cover everyone in tiny little chunks of Vicky. And then there's this other part where it's like, don't rock the boat, Vic. Like, mm-hmm. you care about this person. You just absorb, just absorb whatever is happening inside of you. And some days I lose that battle, you know, and I explode. But most of the time, no, I, I, I work really hard to kind of keep a bit more measured. Mm. But that is very interesting. That's definitely who I am. The more older I become anyway, because when I was younger, I was just insane. <laughs> <laughs> there's also... Um... Jupiter opposite Mars so Jupiter is associated with our luck and can expand also expand what it kind of touches when playing more to the Libra qualities of peacekeeping do you find luck versus when you are quick to react does it just add fuel to the fire yeah I feel like the nicer I am the more good things come my way yeah but it's a it's an internal battle to kind of do that yeah, yeah, like it's inst- like God. Sometimes you know when you're tired and you're run down, and like that's probably who you are. Really, it's probably the worst version of you, but who you are deep down under all the growth and evolving and niceness and everything. And I, I think um, when I'm really like that, I'm a, a bit snappy and a bit of an ass. But like that now, I'm I work really hard to be better. You know, kinder, more mature, responsible. Like who you know who I'm working hard to become. I found like the more of like the better I become, the better my life is becoming, you know, like the more blessings come my way, like the more nice people I meet, the mm. 
Urkan came into my life, like the jobs I get, I really love the brands I work with. And I, so, you know, I, I truly believe that as well. Like if you are better and you're constantly working to be and getting the upper hand on whatever is inside you that wants you to be a bit darker, I do think you'll get nicer stuff come your way. I have to I have to believe that actually I have to believe the better people get good things yeah definitely what is Urkan like because your Mars energy can sometimes sort of depict the relationship you go for so is he more kind of balanced and kind of like just generally like really nice and kind of tries to keep the niceties and like will let you pick what you want for dinner for example yeah, so I always, I don't know if this has got anything to do with star signs or whatever, but you'll probably tell me it has, right? I always believe there's always one dickhead in a relationship, right? And like, <laughs> it's just science. You can't argue with it, right? And for years, because I've gone out with such big dickheads, I've always been, oh, poor Vicky. Isn't she so nice? Like, God bless her, this has happened again. You know, blah, blah, blah. blah. Now, because Urkan is so lovely, I've ended up being the dickhead by default. <laughs> And I'm not even that much of a dickhead anymore. And I'm like, I'm so frustrated by it. And I'm like, hang on, I'm finally nice. And now I'm by default the dickhead again. So yeah, I think in a relationship, there always has to be, you know, someone who's a bit more, has a bit more get up and go, a bit more, we're doing this tonight, a bit more decision-making-y. Because otherwise you both just sit there fucking staring at Deliveroo and staring at Netflix home screen. Nothing ever gets done, you know? So no, I'm, yeah, I'm more... I'm definitely the driving force in our relationship and he's really comfortable to take that back seat um, mm. and that works for us. Like, it's not to say he's a pushover. Jesus Christ, if we ever row, which luckily is rarely, like he gives as good as he gets. But um, no, in, in terms of like, what should we do tonight? It's definitely, I'm the one making that decision. But it doesn't just work for like, you said it works for us. It works for you, like for so long you've been going for the wrong sort of person when you actually need to go for someone who's really balanced and can kind of balance out your fire. Yeah, yeah, oh no, I feel that. Like there's this part in my book classes, it's so weird, right, where I say for years I could not find the right person for me. And like I'm 34 now and like finding love whenever you find it is absolutely beautiful, let's remember that. But I was starting to feel tired mm. of this, this, this letdowns, the heartbreaks, the disappointments and everything. And, you know, it's because, and I realised this when I found Urkan, I was looking for love in the wrong men in the wrong places. I believe because I was strong and powerful and I knew what I wanted and I was ambitious, I had to have the same thing in a man. I had to have someone who was really powerful and knew what they wanted and achieved so much and was super confident because I he had to deal with all of this. Mm. So I'd go for like the loudest man in the room, right? Thinking to myself, you'll be able to handle me and all of my plethora of opinions. And actually, what I discovered took us, what, 15, 16 years of dating? That the loudest man in the room, and this probably goes for women as well, but I only date boys. So the loudest man in the room is quite often the most insecure. He was impressed at first by everything that came with going out with me, but rapidly that just gave way to insecurity and intimidation. You know, and I think when I found Urkan, and Urkan found me when we found each other, whatever you want to say, I was like, oh God, he's so calm and quiet and am I going to be too much? And and actually, it was none of those things. Like, he just let me calm down. And it wasn't this, like, toxic competition with each other, you know, both fighting to be heard and both fighting to be the best and wanting to be that alpha and that presence. It's actually just brought me back down to this lovely place where I was really content to just be me. Not that version of Vicky Patterson that I thought everybody wanted, 
just fucking me. Mm. And since then, like I've been able to articulate what I worked out like quite well. And it's, you know, he's so secure in who he is. He's not fighting to be anybody else or feeling like he needs to impress anybody. He's just him. And in turn, that real beautiful acceptance allows you to feel comfortable with who you are too. And that's what we've got. And like he's supportive and patient and kind, but he's making me more supportive and patient and kind as well. And hopefully I'd like to think I'm giving him a little bit of like the good bits of me too. That's amazing. No, that's how I feel. So maybe, maybe you know what? This is fucking brilliant. Keep telling me more things. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely. But I feel like it's also a massive spoiler for my. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Next part. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. No, Did but, I get ahead of myself? No, but it's brilliant because I feel like a lot of what I've written is probably very relevant. So your Venus is in Sagittarius. And I put, let's talk about love. Your love life hasn't been easy and there's been lots of lessons here. Mm. Venus, the planet of love, is in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is associated with learning or teaching, expansion, other cultures, and generally a bigger picture view of the world. When you love, you love big and hard. Hanging out here is also Saturn and Uranus conjunct Venus, so they're sharing energy. Let's go in with Uranus first. He represents the unusual, so it would be fair to say you you perhaps have an unusual view of love or prefer unusual partners or just have a non-traditional love take. But Saturn would represent the traditional restrictions, rules and karma. So there may be a push-pull energy here or you may have grown up preferring non-traditional and as you've matured, realised rules are needed or vice versa. You know, I can see that as well. Like you accept the love you think you deserve for starters, Mm -hmm. but also you accept the love you've observed at home and for years my mom I love my mom and my dad they're both great and they had a really good marriage for a long time but my dad's very poorly and my mom has spent so many years of her life trying to hide that from us kids and also trying to make him better and trying to save the relationship I thought love was a woman giving all of herself to a man trying to make him better You know, I thought you just gave everything you had, you know? And that's what I thought love was. And now, as an adult, I realise that isn't love, you know? Not at all. And I don't want to lose myself to a relationship and I have no desire to make a man better. Like, yeah, I want him to come to me better, 
you know, and I want us to grow and in turn make each other better. But I don't want to be some sort of weird rehabilitation centre for fucking broken men anymore. So, no, I, I definitely think that rings very true mm. to my experiences and who I am. Have you heard of Saturn's return? No, I have not, but I'm dying to. <laughs> <laughs> so Saturn basically takes 27, around 27 years to, uh, to transit. It's fucking long, that like, isn't it? So I've only seen one. You've only seen one. And it, yeah, so it takes a long time. So you'll go through your Saturn's return between the ages of 27 and around 30. I've got your exact dates here. So it, it would have started for you on the 23rd of December, 2014. And would have continued there till the 19th of December 2017. And there would have been a brief pause where it would have moved into a different sign. But those years would have been really, really linked to your love life. Because where it has sat on top of your Venus. And Saturn generally means like restrictions and lessons and kind of karma. And like, and it might not be your karma. It might be karma from past lives or karma from your childhood, as you just said. But I would say kind of like overall, love has been quite painful for you. And you would actually quite like an, an idealistic love, but you've been changing your kind of view of what an idealistic love is. And I put here, I think it's all within your reach. You just kind of have to believe you're worthy of it. Oh, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then, you know, it's so weird, guys, because I literally just had this conversation this morning and everyone was, everyone's so happy that I've found Erkan, you know? And nobody more so than me. But like... I sort of said, like, if he'd came around 10 years ago... You wouldn't have been ready for him. It wouldn't have made any difference. It wouldn't... Because I was, I was still toxic, you know? I was still believed that love had to hurt. I still believed it had to be physically painful for it to be genuine. Mm. And now, I read something from Liam Neeson, of all people, <laughs> and he was like, love is the one thing in life that shouldn't hurt. Like, there is famine, disease, and war, and poverty, and all the rest of the things that hurt love is the one thing that is meant to be beautiful and without pain and it just made me realize that I'd had such a distorted view of love and relationships and what it should actually be and like I've done so much growing over the last 10 years like I was ready to meet Erkan like you know when Venus was on top of Saturn or whatever you said like (laughs) I've that it all changed you know and I, I realized I deserved more than like sitting at home wondering when we felt I was coming home or fucking Mm. question it you know like all this stuff I I realized I deserved more and when I was ready to accept the love that I properly deserved and I was truly like happy in myself Erkan came along so again mate bob on there (laughs) Al smashing it with ease fucking (laughs) hell yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to see him for what he was until you had evolved yourself and kind of and gone through that process that phoenix process you know what I would have thought Erkan wasn't enough for me. I would have thought he was boring because he didn't make me cry. How shit's that? I mean, so many, like, I think so many people can relate to what you're saying. I mean, as you're saying it, I'm like, yep, yep. (laughs) And it's like, uh, and with all my friendship groups, I'm thinking about all my WhatsApp groups of like people sharing their love life situations. And you're right. Love should not hurt. Love shouldn't shouldn't be dramatic. And I think the situation with with my mum is, I, I love her dearly, but... She's had many partners and she's been through a lot of things and, and it, it does rub off you onto you as, yeah. as children, you know. So she's sort of, again, I've always thought that there needs to be a load of drama. I don't want the, trust me, I do not want the drama, but yeah. it feels, drama feels natural in relationships and it shouldn't do. But it's it, it's completely like 
what you've observed at home yeah. it plays a big part you know mate and like I've got a pal and we call her my Elizabeth Taylor <laughs> and like she, she, we joke about it and she struggles with commitment I think because she's seen like you know what a man put her through and everything and all the rest of it the doors opening and closing and our parents, I don't think, ever tried to do like any sort of number on work at all. But I, th- I think it just they just weren't aware. And now we are that generation that's aware. We psychoanalyze everything. We want to know why we are the way we are and everything. And I think we'll be different. We'll be different, like with the tools that are available to us. The way I always think about yeah. it is that, like you say, your parents never tried to do a job on you, but in many ways we've become the people we are, for better or worse, because of their upbringing. But they weren't preparing us for a life of podcasting or social media and all these things. They were preparing us for their lives again, you know. And that's the best you can do. You're so right. I like, God, I I would not, I would dread to think what's going to be around when my kids grow up, you know. Mm. And I won't have the tools to prepare them, but we've just got to think we're going to do the best we can. And my mum did the best she could. And I'm sure your mum did the best she could as well, Felicity, like... I just think I'm a nice person and that's pretty much all you can ask for from your kids, isn't it? Definitely. So your moon is in earth sign Virgo. Our moon represents our emotions and our innate needs. Oh, is it going to say I'm really emotional and a crier? Because I am. Is it going to say that? I cry all the time. Do you know what? I wouldn't associate this massively with crying. I think that's more your Scorpio, to be honest. Virgo can be an overthinker, super methodical and a perfectionist. The moon here could make you quite critical of your needs and those who are not meeting them. This could have been a problem for you in love or you could have overanalyzed romantic situations and instead found blame within yourself. It is, however, very supportive of your Scorpio sun. So when put to good use, your critical ability to notice everything, analyze and perfect gives you determination that's unmatched by anyone else. Boom! (laughs) I absolutely love that. Do you know, it feels like a superpower, that one. Do you not think? Yeah, you're really, really determined. Like, And I've just kind of put here a workout routine or schedule that balances the mind and willpower would be really good to keep you aligned. But it needs to be something that you really love and kind of can get obsessive about, but in a very good way. This is insane, honestly. Like, I knew this was going to be good and illuminating, but like, I'm so fired up. <laughs> so, you know, like, how I, I write, like, I, I write, um, regular articles like books all the rest of it like I'm very passionate about the written word even in Instagram posts mm. like fucking practically novels I'm always <laughs> getting people digging us out they're like did it have to be that long yes Deborah it did yes Deborah. Um, <laughs> yes but um I, I I when I read something that someone sent me back like my copy whether it's a ghostwriter or an editor of a magazine or anything I'm like that's read wrong mm. there is a mistake there yeah. and it's so clear to me and so frustrating that they've altered the intonation or that the word has changed the tense and therefore the entire like tone feels off like and I'll be wildly irritated like I'll be sitting there with my publicist like have you seen this and he's just like fucking it's a word chill out Vicky like comment Mm. but to me it feels like the end of the world and you know what that is that's so Virgo like Virgo is Mm. in like pop astrology would be depicted as replying to a message that says you're great as it's you are. <laughs> that dickhead. Yeah, like that. And because it's your moon, you're like emotionally invested in it and you're like, that's fucking spelt wrong. 
I'm so pleased there's a reason for this because I am the grammar police and I'm such a knob about it. Like, all my pals are like, uh, shut up, you're like Ross from Friends. And I'm like, no, I swear to God, this makes me happy. And if you can't acknowledge the correct you and like you are and you're, then you fucking don't message me with them in because it's so frustrating. So to confirm, you would prefer to only receive voice notes. <laughs> Oh, 110%. But you know when people like go really fast and was like, we was doing this. I'm like, no, you were doing it. <laughs> you were doing it. Please just tell me. You know, and honestly, I feel like, I don't know why I've got any friends. <laughs> because of that Scorpionic charm. Yeah. That sexy Scorpio. Pulling them in. Magnetic. Sexy musk. <laughs> <laughs> but then piss them off with my grammar. <laughs> to round this up, you have two points in your chart that are generally called destiny points. So they are karmic nodes. You have a true node or a north node and a south node. So the south node kind of is what you came into this life with and is brought in from like a past life. And then your true node is kind of what you're aiming for. So your true node is in Aries. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. They are the pioneers, self-starters and prioritize their needs. Your south node is in Libra. They're always in opposite signs. And Libra, we've already spoken about, is kind of... A bit balanced, isn't it? It's about or balance. Like keeping everybody happy. It's about others. So it's about partnership and others. Balancing you plus one. They are the peacekeepers and prioritise the needs of others. In this life, you're being asked to step into the leading role to consider me versus we and leave behind anything that makes you feel less than. You're being supported on your journey to step into this Aries power. You are self-assured, headstrong and resilient. And as mentioned, Jupiter also rests in this house, so you just need to believe in it to see it. Fun, nearly had me in tears for the third time. <laughs> Honestly, so I used to be ambitious to my detriment. Didn't matter who I stepped on or how I got there, like I was going to get to where I wanted to be. And I considered other people to be supporting characters in my play. And it's a pretty gross thing to say out loud, but it's taken a lot of reflection and work to be able to articulate that. Mm. And I can say it now because I'm not the same. I don't think I could have said it with such ease when I was still behaving that mm. way. Now, I try to be so thoughtful. I want to make, what's good is success or happiness if the people around you aren't happy too. Mm. What's good, good is it if you're there on your own? Some sort of rich, weird dickhead. Like, it's just not nice. So I believe that I was probably very Aries growing up mm. and have since become far more Libra and now I think I'm working to find balance between the two like I used to put people's needs before my own um, and you know you can't pour from an empty cup lass as we all know that there's got to be some level of looking after yourself too so now yeah I work hard and look after myself to make looking after my friends and family possible and I'm so grateful for the amazing people I've got around us and I couldn't be me without them couldn't be me without me mum. I couldn't be this like shiny bright version of myself at work if I didn't know I was going home to Erkan and Milo. Like I just couldn't function in my day to day job if I didn't know my sister. I wasn't looking after all the back office stuff. Like my life is nice because of the people I have in it. And I finally I'm in a place where I know the two can't exist without each other. Is that what that was? That's how I interpreted yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely what it was. And I think. It is, it's kind of having this balance like lower down of like your partnerships and the people you need to support you and to be there for you. But it being very mutual, there's not like take, 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 take and give, 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 give. Like it's just mutual. But you, equally, you know that 
to give to that, you need to fulfill your own your own dreams and your own cup and all that kind of stuff. So definitely, I think you're really kind of living this blueprint. Oh, mate, I'm so invested in it. Like, that's when, honestly, when you told us, like, oh, do you believe or not? I was like, oh, I'm the perfect person for this. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's great about this podcast is that also we don't, we want people coming on here that are also non-believers. Yeah, they oh, smack them with some facts, yeah. Cliff. Yes. <laughs> I bet they, I bet, do they, do they leave being, like, converted? Because I would be converted when faced with something like this. We've done a few recordings now, and there has been some people who, we've had a guy come on who is, he was a non-believer and he kind of just said curious and, and Ash actually said, you're like, you're only saying curious and we know you are to cover your back in case you believe anything. I called him out. I was like, is that, that a disclaimer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucking facts, mate. Yes. But I think the whole But point- you could see it, couldn't you? Yeah. I wish we actually recorded that one because it was more his facial expressions just being like, oh shit, you've nailed me. The thing is about this podcast is like, you know, every episode will be... Uh, so, for example, people listening in will be listening in because of you, yeah? Because they're they're a fan of your work and they want to find out more about you. They might be listening in because they're a Scorpio and they want to mm. find out about the Scorpio traits. I think it's so fascinating, mate. It is so fascinating. Or you might be, like, someone that's like, I've got a Scorpio ex and I want to find out if they are, if they are all bastards, you know? <laughs> I want to find out where Felicity got her doormat from. <laughs> I customised it online, babes. You can find it. But I feel like it's going to be Bad Moon Rising merch. Yeah, we might have to start doing doormat merch. That might be it. Yeah, 110%. I would want a mug. I'd want a mug. I I feel like you guys are missing a trick not having a mug. I'd definitely buy a mug off of it. A mug. Feels very breakfast TV then, doesn't it? Like it. Scorpio mask. Mm. Scorpio Master Perfume. The merch but, is endless. The merch is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope I'm getting a percentage. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, think I definitely you... want some rights. Of course. <laughs> rights. What we like to do is after we finish, sort of like the we finish the chart, we we ask our guest again the same question: Are you a believer, curious, or non-believer? Oh, I believe that to start with, but like you've absolutely smashed it. Like I didn't think I could be any more invested in this, but I love that stuff that explains why I am the way I am. I know you can be a little bit of a product, like a product of your environment and nurture and all the rest of it, but some things are in you. If you can explain to me why I am the way I am, like I'm all ears. Knowledge is a power. I am even more invested in this than I was before. I want to get, I want you to do Urkan because he's a bit of a non-believer. He thinks I'm mad. What star sign is he? Do you know? He's a Virgo. (gasps) So he's the same as your moon. That's very good. Oh, he is my little moon. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a bad moon rising. He's a good moon rising. This is going to come out in January. So your book is out on the... The sixth, sixth right? January sixth. Please buy it. I like it. I hope you do too. Yes, <laughs> of course we'll be buying it, babes. And if anyone um, wants to follow you on social media, I mean, I'm pretty certain everyone will be anyway. It is just Vicky Patterson, right? Yeah, I'm Vicky Patterson on all platforms. Although I've got a TikTok, not that I really use it, but I think that's like Vicky Patterson something else. But you're not missing out on there. It's mostly just my love. <laughs> I haven't quite got the hang of it yet. I'm going to try. That's one of my goals for 2022. Don't worry, babe. I got TikTok and then it got hacked. And then... uh, No! Yeah, it got hacked by an Italian um, teenager called Alejandro King. Uh, And he took... Sounds like a right dickhead. Yeah, so probably probably Scorpio. (laughs) (laughs) I really walked into that one, didn't I? That's my own fault. Um, (laughs) 
thank you so much for being our guest, babe. Yeah, thank you. Literally the perfect Scorpio. Because also when when I started this podcast and started the idea, I went the two signs that are going to get it from me are Gemini and Scorpio. And they've been a little bit naughty as well. They've been a bit naughty. Geminis are a bit naughty with me and so are Scorpios. And I just thought, whoever's going to get Scorpio is going to get absolutely scorned by me. But honestly, it's it's been brilliant. And do you know what else? She had the... I want to say misfortune, but it's not really the misfortune. I'm both of those things. Yeah. <laughs> no. She picked a co-host who is a Gemini sun and a Scorpio moon, so here we are. But I do. Like so she's obviously attracted to them for some reason. I mean, you're digging your own grave. Yeah, I'm gonna get you a new fucking dog. <laughs> I feel like you're your own worst enemy, lass. I think the dog match should be don't come in unless you believe in astrology. Oh, don't come in unless you got gin. Unless you've got mm. gin. Well, thank you, Vicky. We love you and thank you for being on the podcast. Oh, you're so welcome, guys. This was really nice for me. Thank you so much. Very interesting. And good luck with the rest of your series. Thank you. Thank you. Please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Remember, babes, it's all in the stars. Or is it? <laughs>